Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In uh, medieval times, when uh, most of the people weren't able to read, the cathedrals and churches that they had at the center of their towns and villages were sort of the catechism and the, this Bible. The stories of the scriptures were written into the windows and into the statuary. It surrounded the doors. It was all very easy then for uh, the people to see and learn the stories and, and very often see through the artist's interpretation something new in the story that they didn't really see before. And so, on this Feast of Mary, um, I'm going to step a little bit away from the beautiful scriptures that we've just heard and pay attention instead to the little statue of Mary that's over here on the side. Now, that little statue of Mary, well, it's not so little, actually, when I look at it, is, uh, is a beautiful statue. It's contemporary, it's modern, but it also is, is uh, very expressive of kind of the reality of who Mary certainly was and is. You know, her face is very tender. She holds her baby in her arms. She's kneeling, which is lovely, sort of a very classic uh, pose of humility. But what really captures my attention, maybe yours as well, if you take a little bit of time to to look at that statue of Mary, you'll recognize that um, she has feet, which um, sometimes gets obscured by her beautiful white dresses in, in in other images. 
And she has very human feet, and they're clad in the most simple and basic of sandals. Her toes are showing, her heels. And to me, that's just lovely, because the feet of Mary are kind of important. Um, We know that once she discovered she was growing with a child inside her womb, in response to her yes to the Lord, that she immediately took off uh, running, walking, perhaps stumbling, you know, a long ways, a real pilgrimage from her home way up in Galilee all the way down to Elizabeth's home very near Jerusalem. That was a long journey by foot. And those feet, you know, had to walk every step. And they weren't clean feet and they weren't delicately wrapped in you know, velvet and gold lame shoes that cost $500 at Macy's or Nordstrom's. They were just humble feet getting tougher and dirtier with each passing step, with each passing day. And then once she gets there, of course, she spends her time with Elizabeth, certainly helping her around the house herself, eventually has to walk back home. That too is a long journey. That's not all the walking she did. Around the house, she must certainly have been someone who went to the well and carried water back to the home and did all the daily chores and played with kids in the neighborhood. And and again, her feet would have been bare and dusty and dirty and covered with the earth. Maybe a little bit later in the story, she is heading back to Jerusalem with her son and with Joseph Jesus is just 12 years old. You can almost feel her feet tense up when she realizes that Joseph doesn't have Jesus, she doesn't have Jesus. You know, a little bit of anger, perhaps, tension, as she paces, taps her toes in anger at Joseph. Why the heck didn't you keep this kid in your, 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 your peeps, you know? And so anyway... They finally find Jesus, and you can almost feel the tension again in her whole body and probably in her feet as she's scolding Jesus. What the heck were you thinking? What in God's name were you thinking? Well, in God's name, he was thinking a lot, actually. But anyway, they head back. Yet again, you know, she travels to Jerusalem at the end of Jesus' life. And again, those dirty feet, those human feet, those feet covered with the dust of the earth, you know, they must have dug deep into the ground as she watched her son die on that cross on that hot Friday afternoon. These are human feet. They are feet that are grounded in the earth. They are feet that are dirty with life. They are feet that we have a hard time imagining kind of lifting off the planet in exalted prayer. This is the feet of a woman who suffers, who loves, who rejoices, who works, who is altogether human and whose feet, therefore, are tough and have walked a lot and are dusty and dirty with this earth's dustiness. And so it's all the more beautiful then, it's all the more beautiful then to imagine that at the end of her life, when all is said and done, and she has walked her last step, when her pilgrimage here on earth, in the earth, 
of the earth is complete. That the risen arms of her son should embrace her and bring her to himself, body, soul, and indeed, dirty feet. That's the feast we celebrate today. The feet of Mary speak to us of just how extraordinary this woman is in her ordinariness, in her humanness, in her earthiness. And what a gift it is that Jesus brings her to himself.